Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to The Pit, your Friday night stop for uh, local Pittsburgh headlines and national. We're back in studio again. I know we were off last week. Sorry, I forgot to mention that the week before last week, but we're back now. Andy's in the seat. How you doing tonight, Andy? Man, that was the best part of the show was the fucking intro. (laughs) Right? It's all downhill from here. (laughs) Thanks again to Chuck Johnson, and you can check him out on Lose the Radio, I think, here next week. But we'll talk about that later. Steve's all let, let us know about that. Um, and then Steezo's back with us, too, producing, of course. How are you tonight? I am rocking and rolling, boys. Nice, nice. Good to see you. And as always, I replaced the movie behind me, if you can name it by the end of the show. I ain't got shit for you, but good good for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were just as nerdy as I was growing up. <laughs> That's all I could say. The um, Pirates of the Caribbean, is that what that is? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a special kind of pirate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, but uh, hey, all right. Well, hey, let's just let's. Oh, you know what I was gonna say before we jump in? I was about to jump in prematurely. I was about to usually about to you know explode prematurely here, which has never been a problem for me in my life. <laughs> ask, my, ask my wife, and um, we'll go right into it. But Andy, so I, I made a purchase today. I picked yeah. up my first gun. Yay! I did. I bought my first gun. Very nice. Very nice indeed. I know it's it's a little it's a little big. <laughs> Something you're not used to hearing. <laughs> no, it's a little big. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know what I wanted though. So it's a Welter PPS, right? Look at the back of the wall there. Tell me. I know you got some nice guns. You got nice guns back there, and then you show me the other gun. That was a nice gun, and then you got some nice guns on yourself. You know? Yeah, look at that. Very little. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I just never, I never, uh, I never owned my own gun. But I, ha- but I had been thinking for a long time. Like, I really, what I wanted was a was a revolver because I feel like a lot of these semi-automatic pistols, like they're desensitized to people, like from the movies. Like people see them all the time. But if I pull a revolver and you could see the head of the slug that's coming for you, <laughs> like that just might be a game changer on your behavior. <laughs> uh, I I carry a revolver pretty frequently, actually. Do you? Yeah. What kind? It's a uh, snub nose. Um, Smith and Wesson. It's with the shrouded uh, hammer. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of the um, alloy metal frames, so it's super fucking light. And what kind of gun do you carry? Suck what? I'm, I'm sorry. When you said sub nose, I thought you were talking about. Yeah. Wow, is the show over yet? Fuck. Not yet. God damn it. Bitch, lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Hey, we'll get to the headlines now. Um, hey, if you, uh, you know what though? In all honesty, uh, if anybody's listening, you want to post a picture of your gun. Let me check it out. Uh, you know, because I am gonna now that now I've caught the fever. You know, so I'm definitely going back to get another one. But a lot of guns uh, sold off at the wall. A lot of blank space on the shelf. Guy said there's been a run on a. Uh, oh, that's pretty awesome. What kind of gun is that? It's a Smith or a uh, Sig P220. Oh, okay. Yeah, the gun store had a lot of blanks on the shelf, like like a lot of space. And the guy that, that I went with who goes there regularly, he's like, I've never seen it like this. And then, you know, talking to the clerk that, that helped me out, he was like, oh, yeah, man. You know, I've been selling guns like hockey. It's been a great couple of months for us. Yeah. So almost is that the same uh, down there? Almost as good as uh, when Obama was in office. Oh, yeah. He was one of the best things for guns. He <laughs> was. That's right. I remember this. I remember. I, I can't remember the statistic now, but I remember them talking about the total amount of firearms sold under his presidency. And it was pretty, pretty significant. Yeah, I'm just waiting on somebody to call me uh, uh, fuck. Call me a racist now because I said uh, gun sales were great under Obama. 
Oh, yeah, well. You know it's coming. Whatever. Of course. I mean, what the hell? We got called Nazis before, so hey. Oh, oh, did he? oh yeah. Well, you know, man. I mean, uh, that's the uh, that's the that's the new hotness. You know, when you don't have facts or, or or a supported argument. It's the new school version of the old school. Your mom. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's hit our headlines and we'll get rolling. All right. First headline of the night: masking up in style. For many, the mask mandate isn't just about safety; it's about fashion. And all I wanted to say was, granted, I've not personally met everyone in Pennsylvania, but I don't know fucking anyone who thinks this is about fashion. <laughs> Maybe in San Francisco. I don't know. But again, I haven't shaken everyone's hand in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Just their dicks. Pretty close. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I've bore punched 60% of the state. <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of masks, I don't know if you saw the news today speaking of headlines. Yeah. Fauci threw out the first pitch. I forget what game it was. I'm going to bring that up. But, yeah, no, I don't have a headline for it. But I, No, no, I don't have a headline for it. I'm uh, glad you brought it up. It was a random thing that I forgot to write down. So, I'm, you know, but, and, yeah, go ahead. And then you see him in the stands with his mask off. Oh. Yep. Sure. It's all about fucking safety, folks. Did you see him throw the pitch? No. You didn't see the pitch? I, I didn't even want to watch. I don't want to ruin my sport. <laughs> He threw it to the dugout. <laughs> like, 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 the, like the best part was when he threw it, it like went way, uh, let me see how he's facing. It went way left, right? Like oh, way geez. left. And you see the catcher just like, just look at it. Like the fuck just happened. And then he gets up to go get it. Cause he's got to get it. But there's like, there's a couple of seconds where, you know, if this were a real game, he'd have been on that ball. But there were a couple of seconds where he's like, the, what the, the fuck is that thing going? I'm, like I'm pretty sure. The, what was going through the catcher's mind is, you got to be fucking kidding me. Oh, my, for sure. For sure. You know what they tell everybody, though? Like, uh, like I've heard interviews about this, like, with catchers. Like, hey, what do you recommend to people who throw out the first pitch because some are just god-awful? Mm-hmm. And um, they, and I've heard them ask a couple of times. And I, I forget who said it, but he was like, you know what? Just look at it like a game of catch with your kid. Don't throw a pitch to me. You're not no. a pitcher. Don't pitch to me. Right. Just throw it to me like it's catch. <laughs> it's like, can you play catch with your kid? Great. Throw it to me like it's catch. We'll call it a day. He goes, but something happens when people get up on that mound, and all of a sudden they think they're Sandy Koufax trying to drill one in it. <laughs> you know, one oh one. My uh, my XO last year got to throw out the first pitch. Uh-huh. I'm at one of the Cardinals games, and it was cool because I got press passes so I could get down on the field since I was a PAO. Mm-hmm. So I got I got a bunch of awesome pictures I'm doing. It. He did a fucking great job, man. Nice. But nice. this fool had been practicing for weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of meetings and shit, we're fucking in the drill on the drill deck, fucking pitching and catching. Pitching and catching. In the right. And then what were you guys doing to prepare for the first pitch? Pitching and catching. <laughs> balls are balls, pal. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, so when I was on the Constitution, I had an XO who played AAA ball. Right. Or he was going to play triple A ball, but he played in college for sure. Um, And then he got injured something. He did something to his ankle. Right. But he got on. He got on the command softball team, man. And you want to talk about playing at a pro level. (laughs) He fired me from third base coach because he thought I didn't send somebody home. (laughs) <laughs> like on a close run and he's like i don't care i don't care they gotta go he's like it'll startle the catcher he'll get once he sees the body coming at him it's gonna startle him i don't care <laughs> you send him you send him sit i'm, I'm taking over <laughs> he was like <laughs> gonna reflect in my fit rep well he was an awesome dude he was really cool it kind of took me by surprise i was like okay i'll go sit i mean i said but i sent him he didn't go and he was like oh i thought you didn't send him i was like no i sent him he didn't go we were talking <laughs> later but um, oh man, high, when it, when we were out there playing playing highly competitive, highly competitive in that in that baseball arena, you know, you take him to the bowling alley, and he's like, I don't give a shit, you know. But, <laughs> right. but you get out, we play command softball, man. He was all over it. Now, oh, and now here's another thing. I'll, <laughs> I never forgot this one, dude. Uh, um, one of the opposing teams, I was the catcher. The CO was pitching, you know, and he took a. <laughs> I bet he was. He was. <laughs> and then I made chief. And then, <laughs> and then uh, you guys, come on. Come on. We've all done it. No? I've pitched. Yeah, I've pitched. <laughs> no? I'm the only one with that desire. <laughs> the drive. Uh, I love that. That never gets old. I, I do. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, but anyway, he took a he took a line drive to the sternum and dropped. And all I could think of was Camocio Cordis, like he's fucking dead. <laughs> like he's dead. He just like this is the like oh my god in 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 a life of weird like of a weird ass career, you know this is all going through my head in the span of two seconds. I'm like in, in such a weird fucking crazy career where weird shit happened to me my whole life. Are you kidding me? My fucking CO just died of Camocio Cordis, like a fucking like six year old at a little league game. Are you shitting me? You know. But anyway, he got right back up. It loosened him up, and he hit a home run the next inning. I fucking kid you not. I got a nam for that. We had a command softball game. Uh huh. And there was a, a high pop fly, and the two outfielders, two Marines, are running. They weren't looking at each other. Fucking smacked heads hard. They were both out. The one guy was fucking, you know, pupils blown. Oh damn. Yeah. Like uh, I had to insert fucking airway in him and everything, and we had to medevac him out. <laughs> Talk about your crazy shit that happens at at random events. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I hit a. So I, you know, you know, one one time I was catching, uh, and it was a female batter. <laughs> Not to say, not to say, uh, you know. You said pegging wrong. I, I did say that. Docking, right? <laughs> yeah. One time I was, one time I was docking, and it was a female uh, batter. And uh, anyway, I, I, I'll never forget this. I had on, you know, you know the uh, the issue Oakleys. They have yeah. the ridge across the top, right? The issue Oakleys. Mm-hmm. So I had the Oakleys on. Had my hat on. She swings, hits the ball, and I'll never forget. Like you know that those two seconds, right? You know when time slows down because your adrenaline just hit the roof, right? And in those two seconds, I'm like, she swung, she hit the ball. That fucking ball ain't going forward. <laughs> it just fucking hit me right in the face, man. Like, and because I had the Ridge Oakleys on, I got split right here. I had to go get stitches and all that shit and everything the next day. Ah, couldn't believe it. Explains a lot. Yeah, I was like, I can't. She swung, hit it, hit it. And I'm like, it's not, it's not fucking going forward. <laughs> yeah, right back to, right back at me in the head. Um, you know what I love about tonight? Is that I really don't have to pay too much attention to the room. It's empty. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> we have no audience. <laughs> it says there's four people watching, but I think it's you, me, Stizo, and Jim. No, I, I, I left the room. I, the Brewers are on. I'm watching Brewer game. Sorry. <laughs> hey, did we ever do that? Did we ever like you know you can pay to have cardboard cutouts of yourself in the stands? Andy, so we were talking about by, like like uh, doing a fundraiser and just stuffing the stands with Donald Trump. Buy <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred, buy like a hundred cutouts of Donald Trump and put them right there up front. Oh 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 oh! The other half of HR is. is, is, is am I saying that correctly? I, am I saying that? What? Canada back in the room? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. That's awesome. Welcome back. We All right, here we go. Next headline. Let's move I on. So, like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do heart. There you go. There we go. Hey Andy, how do you like me being hardwired now? I'm leaving that one alone. I'm not okay. even that. Because I was going to say, I th- you know, some people would be happy, but you're probably pissed now that the show will have quality internet and be prolonged for the entire time. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Every week. Okay. But anyway, anyway, next headline, right? Police investigating after box of dog shit mailed to Pittsburgh area business. <laughs> I had to say shit because I think like me, most Americans don't use the word feces. Right. A lot of us don't use words we can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking feces anyway this is okay i can't find my glasses you guys got to bear with me i gotta push this stuff away but uh hey anyway so there was a note andy right and the note said quit pissing on people and show them respect you jag off and that's, and that's like the that's like the pittsburgh classic right jag off j-a-g <laughs> jag off how much was that package to send by the way i don't know you know what there's a picture in the article i should have looked i think it was five something but uh, but they did have the picture because of the return address, right? It was some uh, some old movie, uh, but uh, but <laughs> but you know what? I don't know why the police are investigating because if someone took the time to stuff dog shit in a box, pay the five bucks, and handwrite the note, you, you're probably a fucking jag off. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, don't waste the police time. You guys are jag off. No reason to find anybody, right? And then how does that? What does that tell you about the post office that you could mail human or that you could mail dog shit, basically a bioweapon, fucking through the system and not get caught? So did you? How did you pick that up? Did you use like a baggie? Did you use a pooper scooper? Or, or what did you do? I don't know. I don't know how they picked it up. No, I meant you. Oh, you I know it was you. You jack off. 
I don't, I wouldn't use the Pittsburghese though. But you know, it's so funny. I, I know I said this before on the show, but you go to the Heinz Museum and they have a computer that you could like push buttons and learn Pittsburghese, and and it's a guy like, yeah, he's a Jagoff. And I'll be like, yeah, in Pittsburgh we call them Jagoffs. Got to go to the Jane Eagle. You know, like, it's all these like phrases. I don't know. I love, I support the museums and art, but yeah, not all art, but. Anyway, all right, next next uh, headline, red panda missing from Columbus Zoo habitat found safe. And, Andy, guess where they found the panda? Uh, at the Chinese restaurant. In the fucking zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking surprise. I know. I was, uh, I was stunned. Uh, <laughs> but anyway... Anyway, they found him in the zoo, so that's good, I guess. Um, next headline, Westmoreland County Taco Bell evacuated due to potential carbon monoxide leak. And I know what most of you are thinking. You know, potential, it's Taco Bell. Nothing <laughs> leaks. It fucking flows. <laughs> Full throttle, man. You say uh, carbon monoxide or methane. Right. But what you should know is farts are not carbon, mon- carbon monoxide. They are carbon dioxide. And so if you thought, you know, that you're wrong and you would have failed, you know, if you if you thought that you're wrong and you would have failed the test. Well, there is methane in there as well. Um, Yeah, but that is true. You can light a fart on fire. Done it. Uh, Have you? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I've seen it. I've seen it. What are you new? No, I'm scared. (laughs) You should be. (laughs) I, I don't have a big dick, but it's long. It'll get in the way. I'm afraid to light anything. We, it's a we have to uh, re-perform that uh, experiment at the retirement party. Yeah, we could do that. That's right. You had a big announcement. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you made it. Yeah. Did you want to make it again? Eh, why not? It's, it's a pretty big announcement in your life. I mean, look, before you make the announcement, I just want to say, I think it's very brave of you to come out and, and, and make that announcement. And you and your partner must be... You know, just happy to have that weight off your back that you finally told everybody that you finally came clean, that you, you know, that you can finally live your life the way you want to live your life, you know, how God intended you to live. Um, and I just really feel like you and your partner um, are, are, are better off for, for making this announcement. So anyway, go ahead, please. I, I'd love to have you make the announcement on my show. Yeah, that means a lot to me. Thanks. Uh, me and Bruce are very happy. Uh, but the big announcement is, <laughs> other than being gay, uh, the big announcement <laughs> is... Uh, my retirement was approved by the Navy, and I have – hang on, I will tell you, because everything's changed since I put in for terminal leave. I have 245 days left. And they will go quick, and you'll be so happy. I can't fucking wait, man. You know, almost yeah. 32 fucking years. It's about time. You know what? You know what I find, like, three years out from uh, from retirement? You know, I'm I'm really glad I served. I'm really proud I served. There's a large contingent of people that have not, that mm-hmm. have no idea, that don't know. But you know what you're going to love even even more is having guaranteed income. And if you live within that income, you can do whatever you want and say whatever you want, whenever you want, to whoever you want. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. You know, it's funny about that. I've already had people calling me trying to recruit me for jobs already. Yeah. Oh, I no no doubt, man. No I doubt. I haven't done any active looking at all. Yeah. Well, I think they're filming Willow too. Good. So they should be looking for you. That yeah. or Free Willy too. And most they're of them are from Willy. Glory Holes, but whatever. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Hey, motherfucker! Twenty bucks is twenty bucks, man. You know right. how much? Never mind. Most people don't know Andy's the midget hanging in the background in, in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually trying to smother whack off, but. <laughs> 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 it's nothing it's not a murder it's not a murder suicide <laughs> right but uh all right next up finally pa adds gender neutral option for driver's licenses i don't know <laughs> but if it opens up more uh options at concerts for pissing <laughs> i may <laughs> i may pick that well i think we read we need to rethink that whole thing because covid if nothing else has proven that there's only one man and one woman. It didn't affect anything other. It didn't affect the he, she, they, them. It's only male and female. Oh, it wasn't targeting uh, non-binary? Clearly not. Oh, man. It's a shame. It's an intelligent disease, too, because it can pick where you can again cannot go shopping at. Yes. Yeah, I, I noticed that. I noticed that. It's novella, novella virus. It comes from animals. It must have come from... What animal has a big brain? 
clearly not you. No. No. <laughs> it is not me. All right, next up, right? Here we go. Oh, you know what? We're done with Pittsburgh now. Oh. Park. Holy shit. I know. It went by quick. But let's move on to uh, national headlines, though, right? On the loose, kangaroo captured in Fort Lauderdale. Apparently, it's illegal to own a kangaroo. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, it's a... Uh, um... I don't think it's endangered. Some kind, no, it's not endangered because they hunt them fuckers in Australia all the time. But it has to do with the exotic animal law that you can't. Why, why would it be illegal to own a cane? Like, who gives a fuck? I, personally, I don't give a fuck. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cared? <laughs> like, who's who's like, hey, hey, is that a fucking kangaroo over there? Oh no, nay, nay, sir. Well, <laughs> you will I not. Guess we have, I guess we have to protect some people's jobs. <laughs> I <laughs> when I read that I was like, "Come on, really? Like illegal to own a kangaroo? Like who gives a shit? Like who fucking cares, man? I mean, if it shits in my yard, I'm going to shoot it like I would a dog. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kangaroos pretty good too, man. I don't know. Are they? Have you ever seen them fight each other? Like yeah. on on YouTube? That's yeah. crazy how they sit on their tail and kick and shit. Their their little hooves, man, are like razor sharp, dude. Yeah, they're fighters, man. They don't play. Yeah, they're fighters. All right. Here's a good one for you. Speaking of fighting, right? Woman's neck sliced open with sword during Viking reenactment. (laughs) So dude was like practicing his sweet Viking moves. And he accidentally cut her throat. (laughs) (laughs) Accidentally. Did she live? Accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they said they brought everybody in the sun, including... A helo and uh, fixed her up, but they were able to—they were able to transport her by ground. Um, but it was life-threatening. Damn. And then I guess there was a there was somebody watching who was like, "Yeah, it was a total accident." Like I like, like they were practicing and like like going one, two, three, you know, like doing their little thing, and then he slipped. Bitch, I'm tired of you telling me to pick up my dirty clothes. Uh, after he collected the password envelope, <laughs> <laughs> gotta have all the passwords. Yeah, you know, we should. We shouldn't have separate accounts. We should Jeff joint everything. Oh, did I slit your throat? <laughs> Whoops. All right. On to page two. That means we're almost done. Whew. Viewer email leads TV reporter to thyroid cancer diagnosis. I thought that was interesting, so I clicked on the article since I haven't hit the paywall on the free website <laughs> of NBC. And surprisingly positive story out of Florida, right? You know, so a female uh, TV uh, goiter. Well, yeah, so this female TV uh, reporter stalker noticed a lump on her throat, and he emailed her from his car outside her home. <laughs> hey, you didn't tell me that Linda Lopez was an NBC reporter. Oh, is that, is that who that was? <laughs> oh, Linda Lopez. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Not too hard. Who is that? Who is the astronaut that drove across country shitting in a diaper to go fuck with the uh, oh, that was her, chick, fuck with yeah. her lover? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't do that though? I mean, I've pissed women off before, but I've never pissed a woman off enough to drive across country shitting in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Oh, I'm gonna ruin his life. I'm coming. To, I'm coming to confront his wife. <laughs> I'm just going to shit in this diaper so I could get there by morning. <laughs> that was probably 20 years ago, I'd say. Uh, Lisa Nowak. <laughs> Lisa Nowak, yes. Yes. Love our producer. Yes. Good for you. you I had know? a bell, I'd ring it. <laughs> Couldn't, I forgot all about that. <laughs> all right. Police responding to Loose Panther report they find stuffed toy. Now here's here. Let me ask you this though. Let me. Where were you last night, Andy? <laughs> He's getting more and more painful every show. No, let me ask you though. What would you honestly, honestly, what would you do though? Like, let's say you're you're a policeman and you're on duty. What would you do if they were like, hey, car, you know, whatever, report of panther in park. Like I'd be like, uh, I'd see how much time on shift I have left, and yeah, animal control is going to have a hard time with this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right? Like, I'm not going where a panther is, especially if I can't apply a chokehold. 
like, there's no way I'm going into a fight with the Panther and I can't use chokeholds. No fucking way. <laughs> I'd like to see him put his knee on that neck. Oh, shit. Because I'll tell you what, man. I'll arm, bar, I'll arm bar the shit out of a fucking Panther. As long as I can get, you know, get a chokehold, you know, get in the right spot. You know? Right, right. Was, was the uh, knee on the neck too soon? I don't know. No, not at all, man. Panther's got a strong neck. I know it, but I don't think I should say it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, do not. Do not. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, Andy, I do have a question for you. Where were you last night? Um, Your mom didn't tell you? No. Oh! My mom's 82. I hope you enjoyed it. It was probably like sandpaper. That's a little bit of spit. No fucking problem. I guess you could, yeah. I had to get a brim to knock the cobwebs out. I've seen seen that in documentaries after 10 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) You're excited! Feel these nipples! Little spit, little spit grease the track. But why? Why do you ask? Because of because of my next headline: Man steals massive dildo from sex shop. Still large. He's still Still large or at large. He's still at large. Oh well. I don't have to steal one. I've got my um, next. <laughs> we we used to steal cigarettes out of a place called Frank's News. <laughs> and he had the happy swing right behind the wall. <laughs> and it was a swing with a giant dildo. And apparently you're supposed to like hang it from your bedroom and like, like it was called the happy swing. And then next to that, we, this is when I was like 13, 14. And then like next to that was the Kong Dong. It was this giant black dildo. And it was like, <laughs> and the best part is it came in that cellophane, like wax fangs come in. Like it wasn't even. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how much did that cost you <laughs> i told you we were in there stealing oh, okay. <laughs> but, but i mean i just remember looking at it thinking man they don't come like that do they <laughs> and then and then i'm thinking and i'm thinking how this thing could probably only take four pumps. I mean, they didn't even take the time to package it. I mean, the fucking wax fangs, they take like three chomps and they're broke, you know, and you're like, oh, fuck. You, know? <laughs> you fucking shove it in like four times and you're like, it snaps in half. You're like, oh, fuck it, you know. <laughs> oh, shit, right for a week after this one. <laughs> fucking disposable. <laughs> disposable. But I never forgot that. The happy swing and the Kong dong. I'm <laughs> Doesn't surprise me, actually. That I never forgot it? Right. <laughs> All right, next headline. Louisiana man faces charges for swimming in sporting goods store fish tank. <laughs> and that's like two weeks ago. <laughs> but, you know, while that is that is pretty funny, you just got us another warning label, douche. <laughs> like, now it's going to say, don't swim in fish tank. <laughs> right. I've swam, uh, I've swam in a fountain before. Did you? Like Why? a mall fountain? Yeah, it was outside a restaurant row. Oh, hammered at. Speaking of who we spoke of earlier, I was with that individual. I don't believe that. Yeah, and uh, that's a very clean, God fearing man. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how they were, how the security kept finding me, man, because I was out running them and hiding and everything until I looked down and saw my wet footprints. <laughs> 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 they just followed the fucking footprints. Right, right. <laughs> It's funny you say footprints. A buddy of mine told me when he was in his fraternity, they used to go to the bar and their favorite bar and they would get drunk and, and get lost on the way home. Like it was always like two alleys that, that would confuse them. So half the time they get lost, half the time they wouldn't. So after drinking before going to the bar, they came up with a good idea to trace their footprints and spray paint footprints from their, from their frat house to the bar. And they said the next day that, that, that was a pretty heavy fine. Yeah. <laughs> great fucking idea though it was he said it was great because you know they stumble looking down they just followed the footprints all the way home but you know in the morning when there was a knock at their door it's pretty obvious you know we didn't do it yeah yeah it's pretty obvious and then he told me about that and about plant football which I, I still never got but they they used to play football like running through people's yards to see if they could hit their plants like miss the catch by accident and smash their plants oh yeah I, I don't. I don't have the accuracy for stuff like that. I don't have the patience for shit like that. Yeah. Well, and when I grew up, I was in a neighborhood where everybody knew everybody, and I, I'd have been I, immediately. They would have known it was me immediately. Even if it wasn't. 
Even if it wasn't, they would have been like, yeah, head down to 102. <laughs> talk to the that dad there. Boy. That boy. Be like, talk to the dad. He's with us. He's on our side. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> like him either. <laughs> no. Actually, he's still not sure if he's his or not. Right, right. All right, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to skip this one and go to the next one so we can have a conversation about it. So we go to the next one. Go big or go home. Woman caught stealing massive TV from Walmart in Florida. Ah, fuck it. It's Florida. Yeah. Say no more. Yeah, 67 inch she was trying to walk out the door with. Oh, well. She shoved it down her moo-moo? No, it's it's in the cart. <laughs> She's just walking out. Just puts it in the cart when you watch the video and walks it out. Well, good honor for trying, I guess. All right, right. What are you going to do? All right, pair hired for man's broom sexual fantasy turns up at bedroom at wrong address with machete. Oh, shit. And, Andy, that had to be awkward, so what'd you do? I ran. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, part of, that's part of the reason why I was laughing earlier when you said that had to be me. I was like, oh, he stole my joke from later. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I collected care. my money first, and then I ran. That's right. That's right. Collected your money. All right, last headline. This is the last headline of the night. Might be an early show. We might be in and out today. <laughs> for that one, for that one listener that logged in. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last headline of the night. GOP's Gomer introduces resolution that would ban the Democrat Party from the House of Representatives. <laughs> Do you, have you seen that? No. So okay, so let's set the stage here. Over the last month, maybe even just a little bit longer, we've been tearing down statues and we've been ripping things up from people and political leaders who openly supported slavery and oppression. Uh He put a resolution on the floor that since the Democrat Party openly supported racism, slavery, and opposed the Civil Rights Act, they should (laughs) remove the word Democrat from any of the House roles and ban the party and make them change their name using their rules. Well, I mean, you know, then we could actually shed that name and give them the name of what they truly are, socialists. Mm-hmm. Gomert said, I'm just I'm just using your rules. And when he finished, and with that speaker, I yield my time. <laughs> <laughs> but he introduced a resolution saying since the, since the Democrat Party supported slavery, uh, uh, um, seceded right supported uh the secession Mm -hmm. and then opposed the uh civil rights act um yeah i mean if we're gonna take down columbus day and we're gonna rename streets and we're gonna rename bases then maybe you ought not use the democrat party maybe not use that name democrat because it's only been associated with racism throughout history well here's what i have to say about that as funny as that story is those are taxpayers dollars being wasted on some dumb shit uh you know that's a good point Got to be a good steward of the taxpayer dollar. But I don't know. I found it pretty humorous. It's funny. I'm not saying it's not. It is funny. But And then now have you heard – now have you heard uh, – uh, there's, a, there's a common myth, and I say myth because a lot of people I, – I, I do hear it a lot, that the party switched in the 60s after the Civil Rights Act. No, I have not heard that. You never heard that? That's a very uh-huh. common refrain is that the party switched. That all the racists on the Democrat side went to the Republican oh, side. Oh, yeah, well, of course. I mean, that's right. And the parties switched. Um, so I always ask, like, uh, you know, where, you know, where the information for that is. And there, no, nobody has really information, but they just talk about, you know, uh, they, you know what they they talk like they might have heard that, but they never read it. Well, clear, so it's a clear clear rumor because Strom Thurmond was Democrat up until the day he fucking died, and he was a the Grand Wizard in the Ku Klux Klan. That's true. He was in the Clavern. That's right. And I only know that word because I'm listening to Hoover's FBI book, and I'm at the part where they destroyed the uh, Klan in Mississippi. Right. Yeah. I, I would stick with that story too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I'm serious. I'm listening to Hoover's FBI. <laughs> no, no, I'm curious too. I would stick with the story of what you just said. Yeah. About how you know that word. Yeah. Because they've been talking about uh, the Claverns and how they couldn't. Uh, they say uh, what what uh, what Geek Deloach said was the hardest po- breaking up the clan was harder to break than the mafia because the clan actually believed what they were doing. You know what I mean? And so uh-huh. they would be quiet. They wouldn't say anything. He said it was only like one or two people that led to one or two people that led to the collapse 
that they were able to orchestrate in Mississippi. But but he said Hoover was all over it. Hoover was like, you know, I want I want Klan members to whenever they look up from wherever they are to see an FBI agent. He's like, flood that city, open up an office, do this, do that, do. Um, but now I'm at the part where him and Martin Luther King are having a feud, huh. and uh, you know they said it like. Like Deloach, he, he was the number three guy under Hoover. He's he's basically he's basically saying like, you know, Hoover does Hoover didn't like King, and you know, King had an agenda. Um, you know, not bad, but like King had an agenda, and Hoover didn't like King, and so it just led. You know, just when you thought things were going to be okay with them, one would one would fuck with the other. Well, isn't that the understatement of the century or, or lifetime that King had an agenda? No shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah, Whatever. but he was, you know, like, like he, like he said things about the FBI, but, but he didn't like, like he didn't mean it, you know. But he was trying to get, he was trying to get something else, you know what I mean? Like, like he was saying these things to force this over here, um, but, uh, but the, I guess like what what pissed Hoover off was Hoover made three attempts to get in touch with him about his comment, like uh-huh. so they could meet about it, and and he just dicked him around for weeks, like oh, out of the office, you know, oh, I can't, you know, and then he'd be on TV saying, "We've never turned down the FBI. We're, we're willing to meet." And they're like, uh, "We we've been calling. Like, what do you mean?" <laughs> and I guess you know, and and Deloche even said one of the biggest problems with the FBI was Hoover stayed way too long, you know, but um, you know, and he cared about the FBI a lot, so he he felt like King slighted him. And then when he had when he had the tapes of King's orgies and everything, um, you know, he felt he just wasn't being honest with the American people. Um, well, neither was fucking Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Well, big cross dressing. Uh, so that's fake. Homosexual. Uh, apparently, that's all fake. That's all made up by a reporter, and they outline everything that that it was said. Like they outline, like like this guy outlines everything. But it wasn't fake that he was a homo. But apparently, I don't know. That's what they're saying. I mean, this, that's what this guy's saying. He's saying he spent 30 years with them. Like, I, I think I would have seen something. He's like something in his house, something. He's like, there was nothing. He lived with his mother. Uh, uh, hello? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're just saying, uh, like, there's just, like, not, like, because, like, he hung out with that one guy. Like, he hung out with his number two a lot. Like, that's that's where it came from. But he's like, but there was, like, he's like, in, in, in 20 years and 30 years of knowing somebody, he's like, something would slip. Something like like a glance, a stare, a hand caress. A, you know, he's like something. He's like, but what happened was was there there was a painting in his in his in his room of an uh one painting in his house had a naked woman on it, and and they were very like conservative, uh-huh. and it was given to them so they had it like up, like hidden, like you had to like, you know, see it. Um, but there was a reporter that hated Hoover, and like rep- and saw the two him and his buddy at the beach photographed them at the beach and then just called him gay. But he said, but like what he says is they might be gay. And then two, two chapters later, he refers to chapter two saying they are gay. Like, so he basically like confirms his own story. And then like, they go through who cites who, like, like the first person to say that he was gay was this reporter. And then everyone else is citing everyone else. Like, Hmm. like, like the first person cited the reporter. Then somebody else cited the citer who cited the reporter, but the reporter never said like, like never, never put evidence forth. He just said, the "Guy's got to be gay. He's not married." <laughs> and then because, and then he was kicking, he was kicking gay agents out left and right. So like that was the other thing that um, that uh, Deloche was saying. If Hoover was gay, they would have put forth like they would have caught him because he was he 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 wouldn't allow gay agents in the FBI. I mean, he, I mean, that would have been the story of a lifetime. Well, you could counter argue that by saying he's kicking him out because he's he's such a. Uh, yeah, the biggest homophobes in the world are usually ones that are gay. Yeah, could be. I mean, his concern, like they talk about, like why he w- why he wouldn't do that, like why he was was anti that. Um, but they say, like, he, I mean, you w- they would have caught him. They would have they would have been on. They were on him twenty four seven. The reporter he couldn't leave his house without somebody following him. They would have caught him doing something. But all they had was that one guy speculating he was gay in chapter two, and then in chapter four saying, you know, yeah, he's gay. Yeah, but I I don't know, man. I you know what? I don't know. I always believed that too until I started listening to this book. Um, and you know what? One of the one of the critiques of the book is is that Deloche comes off as a, a Hoover apologist. Well, of course. Yeah. You know. You know, my I don't care that if he was gay, who gives a shit? But you know, my problem with it would have been the the anti-homosexual uh, activity that he was. Portrayed in, you know, kicking all the the, the gay yeah. out and, and uh, just being a large hypocrite. 
Yeah, that's yeah, my, exactly. I would be mad. I wouldn't give two shits if he was gay. Right, 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 right. But I think, uh, um, I don't think he was. I mean, I don't know. I don't he's think he was. Weirdo. He was. They say. They, you know, they say he was, and he was very protective of the FBI. Very right. protective of the FBI. If he thought something was coming at it, but they talked about the secret files too. He said the secret files, man, that was a file cabinet behind. Uh, can't remember the lady's name, but Hoover's secretary. He was like, "This file cabinet behind her. Anybody could get it. You want to get it? Go get it. You just had to ask her. You had to ask her or uh, or Hoover, but she could give permission." He said, but it, "But it wasn't secret files." He said, "What it was was, you know, I'm following." Uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm at the hotel watching Andy Andy because you know I think Andy's selling firearms or something. And then as I'm watching Andy, I see, you know, Senator Kennedy come in with a 13 year old. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course I have to write that down. That's you know, cool. and then it gets it. You know, I mean, and then it gets reported, and then when it gets reported, it got it always got put in that file. You know, mm-hmm. and then and they took those files, and they and whenever somebody got elected to office, they took those files. Helen Gandy was her name. Now I remember. They took those files and they put them behind Helen Gandy. I said, but they were never like, he said, it would be like three or four pages. He said, it wasn't what people thought. Like he wasn't, he wasn't going after people that were against the bureau. There's, there was, there's no doubt in my mind that he did a lot of good and that his heart was for the most part in the right place. But there's also no doubt in my mind that he did some shady shit too. Yes. Oh, oh, for sure. For sure. They, they wiretapped the crap out of people mm-hmm. like le- illegally, illegally. Yeah, like before the Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they wiretapped. And you know what they said, too? They said when Robert Kennedy started to, you know, when his brother started to run for president, they got in a fight with Robert Kennedy, and uh, that kind of hurt them politically, too. But he said, but the problem was, was every wiretap they ever did, like, in, in you know, at a certain point in time, right, was when Robert Kennedy was attorney general, got approved by him. But then he went out and made a statement saying the FBI has all kinds of illegal wiretaps. They're like, illegal? You you never met a wiretap you didn't like. <laughs> They're like, now all of a sudden you're running for president and you ain't got nothing to say about wiretaps? They're like, man, get the fuck out of here. Well, yeah. still illegal. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm well, back with. Still illegal, bitch. But yeah, but Robert Kennedy approved all the wiretaps, man. So they were able to sh- – and then they were able, even able to show uh, memos – uh, from his office regarding wiretaps when he tried to claim he never knew about wiretaps. And they were like, buddy, we could do this all day long. Like, you better get off this train. Now, that's now I say that's why Hoover, you know, had a had a bully reputation because he would do shit like that. Like, hey, man, you better not. You're going to say some negative shit about the FBI? Yeah, get ready. Get ready. Well, the Kennedys were crooked, too. Oh, for sure. They um, We talked about it before, uh, that book, The Prince of Darkness, by Novak, Bob Novak, the reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, he said Ken- both Kennedys had uh, co-sponsored one of the biggest union-busting bills that would have ever come out of government until John Kennedy got recruited to run for president, and then they both took their names off it. Yeah. But they were going to bust the union, boy. Not to mention the, the ties that their father had to the mob. Joe Kennedy, yeah. That's how they made their money. Yep. He was a big uh, uh, bootlegger, wasn't he? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. He was a big bootlegger. And then um, there was some uh, – oh, they talked about him in the book too briefly, but I can't remember what they said about him. But but yeah, yeah, he had ties to the mob. Yeah. they. Um, you know you know what sparked me into looking at the FBI book was uh, listening to um, American Prometheus, the story of uh, Oppenheimer. The uh-huh. FBI destroyed him. Uh-huh. Like they didn't, they didn't destroy him. But they elite they wiretapped him because they thought he had communist um, ties, and then somebody gave the the transcripts of the wiretap to the uh, nuclear commission, and there was a guy on the nuclear commission who hated Oppenheimer, and so they used those transcripts to trip him up that he lied during testimony, and and uh, stripped him of his secret clearance and kicked him off the nuclear project hmm. that ruined his life. But I mean he I mean for all intents and purposes he drove the team that that created the atomic bomb. Sure did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, wiry guy. He liked the ladies too. I had um, in high school my twelfth grade, my senior year English teacher was a um, Oppenheimer was her great uncle, I think. Oh wow! And it was she would you know so when um, we talked a lot about that shit. But what I found so funny about her, and why I'll never forget her, is that her husband had died a couple years before I became a student of hers. And uh, she was just um, ready to go with anything. She would wear these shortcut fucking 
blouses and skirts in, in the school, in the class, and she would flirt with all the boys. And meanwhile, she was in her 50s, you know. It's like, yeah, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I mean, I only hit what's it her once. number? <laughs> yeah. I only hit it once. But, you know, you can't judge a uh, horny teenager. Now I'm like 50. <laughs> and, and no one's taking you yet? <laughs> yeah, I do remember. But you know what, though? In high school, man, that was, you know, you know, 40? What? I'll never be 40. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm never going to be 40. I was talking to a friend of mine, and I'll see what, you know, I'll, I'll give you what he said, and, 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 and let me hear your take on it. But he was like, you know, the best years of your life are like, you know, that 19 to 25, you know, time frame when, when, when you're too fucking stupid to realize how stupid you are, <laughs> you know, and you're just enjoying life, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, now, cause I, I did read something that said you're more fun in your fifties than you are in your forties. I'll let you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not there yet, but I mean, I'm just saying like, and I know you're not, but I mean, I'm just saying like, it's just a, I mean, it makes sense to me. Like forty, you know, we're still in the in the drive. Fifty, you're like shit. You know what? I'm halfway there, or I'm or I'm on the back side of my hill. Well, I, I've got five months, and I'll let you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, I know my. You know, like like I know people get pissed at me when I tell them I'm on the back side of my hill already. Like like I'm on <laughs> I'm on. Like like they do. Like my sister gets pissed. Like people get pissed. Like I'm like, I'm like look, man, I'm on the back side of my hill. I already cl- I already went to the top. Now yep. now everything's downhill. It's gravy. I'm relaxed. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going downhill. And you know they're like, well, you know, you're too young for that. No, I'm not. I'm not too young for that. It's not my fault. You didn't make good decisions in your life. <laughs> it's not my fault. You know, I made horrible decisions my first ten years of life, and I paid for them, every one of them. Yeah. You know, and then I paid for some shit I didn't even do. You know, <laughs> and, and, you know, you know what I'm saying. You know how it is. I do. You know, and, and then uh, you know, but 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 I, you know, I, I I had some great mentors in my life, people who didn't quit on me, and then you know, at that ten year point, I realized, gee, you know what, my life doesn't have to be this hard. And, and and I made some changes, and yeah, yeah. So I am on the backside of my mountain, and I know people don't like to hear it, but hey, man, you 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 could be too. The recruiters hiring all the way up to age thirty five. I bet you were a real pain in the ass as a fucking seaman, as an HN. I was, man. I knew everything. Couldn't tell me shit. And even if I didn't say anything to you, it was in, it was written all over my face, like that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a pain in the ass as a as a manager, man. I had a. I had a lady tell me you'll love this one. I had a lady tell me she got screwed at work, <laughs> and and then she told me, "No, no, I, I don't understand," because she really got screwed because uh, the, the what she did was what the policy says, but they still screwed her anyway. And I was like, "Oh, no way!" I said, <laughs> so I kid you not, right? One of the other nurses told me I I, I must I, you know they said it was hilarious, right? But they could see, you know, I'm, you know, like like where I could be a dick, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have a high dick potential, <laughs> you know. So anyway, because I looked at her and I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, you got screwed here. And she was like, yeah. I was like, there are three hundred million people in America. You're the only person I've ever heard of to be screwed at work. How do you do it? You're alone. I mean, my God, you're writing the book. I mean, you're all by yourself. I mean, this is an island under yourself. I mean, what do you do? You're alone at night. I mean, I mean, there's nobody to talk to. I mean, who else has been screwed at work? Nobody. I mean, you got to be. I mean, you're by yourself. You know, and I, and I was like, just like this too, the whole time, like big eyes, serious, like you're an island. You're an island under yourself. Like, oh my god, that's never happened. I mean, you're you're alone writing the book. I mean, that's got to be pressure. Total. Yeah, and then you know, then through tears of crying, like you know, I just can't with you. I just can't. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> so if you can't i'll take this as the uh conversation's over yeah um, yeah. yeah i should you know what i should have told her what she told me four weeks ago when i tried to help her oh i'm just gonna stay in my lane enjoy your misery <laughs> <laughs> hey tim Bo joins the room what's up tim yeah. he said the backside doesn't have to be steep and the dip and the dick potential comes out it does it always does man it always does well you know being being a captain of submarines, commanding officer, he would know about dick potential. Um, just saying. That's right. Yeah. Love 100 you. Men, 100 men go down, 50 couples come up. I told you that's not true. Whoa. That's it's right. Not, you, had an, you had an addendum. It, it's totally not true because underway, there's always that one couple that's fighting or they get in an argument <laughs> or they break up underway. So. That's right. I'm not your boat, boo. <laughs> 
I remember when I heard that the first time. I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to be your boat, boo. <laughs> Tim, have you retired yet? He's got more time in than I do. That's a lot. That is a lot. I don't know that I could have done it for 30 years. I mean, I retired early, but I mean, it was probably good I left early. <laughs> yeah, it is really good that you left early. You'd have been, uh, you'd have made second class all over again. I know. I already had the uniform. <laughs> hey, if he wants to call, call us. Our number's up. Yeah. We yeah. got 10 minutes and then we're out. Is the number up? The number's not up. The number's not up. Hey, call us. The number's Just three. Push one, a bunch six. of buttons. Three one six five one two one four six five is the number. Make sure you punch in nine one one to get an outside line. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, he's heading to Bahrain. Jesus Christ, retire already, would you? Fuck. Come on, man. How many you got in now? You you've got to have like thirty five plus. Did you did you see the the admiral? They I was gonna, I was thinking like God, you know, if you've been in forever, like your stripes and everything, but the officers, you don't get the good conduct. No. You're expected to be good, but uh, but um, I have uh, uh, the admiral right. Um, they promoted the one admiral, the female, a couple years ago. Like she's real, she's real short. Oh, the like four just, star, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she just barely makes the Navy height requirement, right? Mm-hmm. But they had to specially make her shoulder boards because her sweater lapels aren't big enough. You're <laughs> <laughs> such a cute little one. You're so cute. You're such a cute little thing. I want to pat her on the head. Good Come here. Give me, a, give me a hug. Tim, I thought you had in longer than that. Maybe he doesn't have more time than I do. Oh, what's he saying? What's he got? 31. 31? Yeah. <laughs> He's probably one of uh You enlisted yesterday. He he's probably one of the coolest nukes I've ever met because he actually has common sense. Oh yeah, they're weird, man. Yeah. Uh he Tim Tim's a great guy, and I'm not just saying that because he's on the show. Uh wait till we get off the show and I'll tell you what I really think. I, I mean, um wait a minute. But no, he's 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 a great guy. We got a guy at we got a guy in jujitsu, they call him the Viking because he's got really long red hair and he braids it before rolling. Um but he's a nuclear engineer. And it's always it's always funny, like you know, because you just don't you, you know if you were to walk in, you have you would have no idea. And he works for the Navy for a contractor here in Pittsburgh. Shocking, but it's just funny, man. Like you know, you just never know. And then you're like, we were talking about something, and I was and he's a huge liberal. He's a huge liberal, and we were debating climate change, and he was like, and don't mess with me on the factors because you know I know the calculations. It's <laughs> 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 like fair enough. <laughs> that's a whole nother racket and a joke in itself because the climate is always changing so there's a new book out by a guy that won the uh, un award for uh, climate change and it's a uh, uh apocalypse never and he's basically writing the book to say sorry for all the panic like yeah climate's changing but sorry for all the panic that's just a money-driven thing money there's no politics. yeah and he, go, he goes through like the whole you know the the fires in in uh in, in um Australia Australia twenty five percent less. He's like the only reason there's more property damage is because all the places without property have burned. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, so the only places left to burn are the places near the property. <laughs> he's like, and so actually there's twenty five percent less forestry burning in Australia by the numbers. And he's like, and uh, climate change doesn't cause uh these hurricanes or these severe storms. That has nothing to do with it. But I haven't gotten the book yet. After I finish Hoover's FBI, um, I have I have another book, and then after that, actually, I have two more books, and then after that, I'll I'll, I'll probably get it. Yeah, it's a big farce. Uh, I, I don't think any. Well, there there are some that say that there, there is no climate change, but let's face it. Well, yeah, but you know, you so you know what they asked him? They were like, so why would people like? So why are people like lying or making the panic? And he was like, well, the panic drives money because money's in studies, right? And if you try to say something different, you're not going to get funding. You're not going to get, you know, your your grants or any of that. But they asked him, like, well, why would the leaders, like, of the world be? He was like, listen, man. He was like, since climate change and all the re all the redistributing of money, there's been a shit ton of redistribution of money, right, for climate change. Would we agree to that? Oh, yeah. Okay. He said, has anyone changed position? He was like, it is because it's about keeping the elite elite and the poor poor. He said, we've realigned all this money 
has anyone changed position and gotten better? He was like, no, this is about the World Bank keeping its money and making sure nobody moves and the status quo just 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 keeps on keeping on. Boy, you should have come on the show Wednesday night. Why? With that conspiracy. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know what, though? When the guy pointed that out, I couldn't. I mean, with all the money that's changed hands, has anyone's situation improved? No, of course not. And that's his point. His point is, is like we are moving millions and billions of dollars and nothing is happening. It's, nothing. It's a big shell game is what it is. And that, and that's his point. His point is, is this is a way of moving money so that the status quo stays stays the same. Like, so nobody is disrupted. Mm-hmm. He's like, so, he's like, just, I mean, you know what? I couldn't. I'm offhand, nothing popped in my head. Like, you know, uh, well, no, that's BS because, you know, over in uh, Zimbabwe, they actually have swimming pools now. <laughs> I was like, uh, you know, I was like, no, I mean, nothing came to me. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, motherfuckers are still, motherfuckers still motherfuckers, man. <laughs> you know, nothing, 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 nothing's changed. And Nobody's keep, moved. They'll keep on being motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, so I was like, yeah, I can't. that's why I was interested in getting his book. You know, to see, he was just going to say, like, you know, yeah, is climate change happening? Yeah, climate change happens. He's like, but there's no panic. I'm not going to end the earth in 12 years. Like, this is crap. That's crazy. You know? <laughs> you might not be around in 12 years, but the earth will still be here. That's right. That's right. Right. We, we're all, we've said this before on this show. We're all here for plastic. That's <laughs> That's right. Once the earth has enough plastic, that's it, man. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Killer, killer hornets from Africa, the hole in the ozone over Florida. COVID-19. It's all going to come back, man. It's all going to come flooding back. COVID-19. Yeah, COVID-19.2 is going to come out. Yeah, that's, gonna... that's going away in November. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to be sent to, to live with the Bidens because I'm I'm sexy and I have a baby face. <laughs> and you smell good. He can't keep his hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I can't wait for him to get arthritis and give me a little knuckle action. <laughs> <laughs> Be like a be like an anal bead putting his finger in there, like you know, like when he gets that arthritic knuckle. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about when your aunt used to hug you and you didn't want her to touch you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That movie, or that that one movie, you know, give me your strong hand. This is my strong hand. <laughs> no, the other, the other hand. No, no, I'm not touching that. No. <laughs> As he dips his hand in the mashed potatoes. Oh. Oh, I've been seeing that forever, but oh. <laughs> but you know exactly what I'm talking about. I do, I do. <laughs> All right, Lou. Oh. Looks like we got about three minutes or less. We're done. Let's yeah, we're done. That was a good. Hey, good to be back. Happy to be back. I'm sorry I didn't give everybody the uh, uh, heads up. Um, what I will say though uh, is, and uh, and I do want to put this out. Um, I'll, I'll work this out uh, with Andy. There's there's one or two days in August. Um, we had some realignments in, in, in management where I've been asked to, to work the evening shift. Um, there's one or two Fridays in August. I think it's only one. Um, but I know definitely we will not be doing the show the night um, for the LTR bash because we'll be traveling um, to the LTR bash. Well, I, I'll be. I know you'll be there Thursday. But, I mean, you know. Uh, let's not put that off the table. There's going yeah. to be some sort of broadcast that night. Whoever is there from all the shows oh, that you Friday know what? night. Why don't I? Yeah, I it, was going to say, I'll be there in time to do it if we could do it from there. Yeah, yeah. We can go live from uh, either. I don't think we'll all fit in the Shedio, but <laughs> Verone said uh, that he would uh, host that show. We'll we'll pan his Perfect. camera out. Uh, everyone's gonna bring like I'm gonna take uh, two microphones and my mixer with me just in case we have to fucking patch shit through. But there, if you're there that night for Friday, if you can't make it, that's fine. Uh, maybe we'll have you. I'll be there. Maybe we'll have you call in. I'm just saying, the, whoever's traveling that day, if the from a show, uh, if you can't be there, we'll we'll Skype you in or whatever the fuck. Uh, but yeah, we there will be a show that Friday night. Oh, good, good. Okay, so there will be a show Friday night, but it won't necessarily be the pit. Um, and and then uh, on other nights, we'll see if we can do something uh, on nights that won't be here. But I, I definitely want I definitely want to let everybody know if I'm not going to be here in the future, I'll let you know up front. Um, you know, so you can plan ahead um, and not tune into uh, nothing, <laughs> or, or 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 maybe that might be what you want to tune into to take a break. You know, <laughs> same difference either way. Anyway, yeah. um, I will not be here next week. Okay. 
No, no problem. I understand. You know, Portland's on its fifty fourth night of protesting. I mean, it's yeah. time you got out there and right, right, marched for midget lives. That's right. They, they matter. matter. That's right. They matter. L L M motherfucker. That's right. And then we're we are getting. And I'm with you, Andy. And I just put a dollar in on the uh, GoFundMe to get Willow's face on Mount Rushmore. Thank you. Appreciate that. We will do. We will do this. We will do this together. But Andy, is there anything you'd like to plug? Nope. Cizo, anything you'd like to plug? Nope, great. Uh, we're going to talk uh, about... Just your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's an impossibility. <laughs> but, uh, Even when he's ball gagged, you can still hear him. I was quiet once. <laughs> once. <laughs> My mother hung me on a hook. Once. <laughs> That's another great movie, Johnny Dangerously. All right. Hey, behind me, Blue Thunder, if you didn't get it. Roy Schneider, great guy, uh, was in uh, Sequest. Um, which is another pretty pretty cool uh, show. I think that lasted two and a half seasons because in season two he brought his wife on and there was a lot of nepotism and the cast got pissed. But, <laughs> but, but or you know, or so the story goes. But anyway, we'll see you guys all next week and see you at the LTR Bash August twenty second. Thanks for Have listening. Have a good night. Peace.